Hello and welcome to Talking Wow, the podcast where we talk about World of Warcraft, believe it or not. My name is Tom and today we are going to be talking about aging in Azeroth, leveling up in real life and in World of Warcraft. And to do that, we have a very, very special guest from the podcast Recruit a Friend. It's Sean. Hey, Sean. Hello. Thank you so much for having me, guys. Oh, you're so welcome. We're so glad to have you here to talk about getting older and <laughs> the expert of getting older. My co-host is also here, Marty. Yeah, I mean, I'm here. If you were able to actually see our video, you would see that there's basically just a skeleton on the screen. Um, in, in the recording, we did choose to go to Stormwind, so I couldn't bring an undead. Uh, but uh, I think it all works out. It does. And as one orc said to another one time times change and you know we're all getting a little bit older as we play this game that has been out for a long time but before we get into the subject matter just a little bit sean has a podcast called recruiter friend where sean is interviewing people content creators from the world of warcraft community getting to know them a bit better and today we're getting to know sean a little bit better we've turned the tables and Sean has very kindly allowed us to cherry pick uh, something from his podcast and put it into our podcast, which is a quick fire round to get to know Sean just a little bit better. So this is going to be really beneficial for me and Marty as well to get to know Sean a little bit better before we get started. So it's a quick fire round. So I better honor those terms and let's get started. Are you ready for this, Sean? I'm ready. I don't know that I've ever quick fired the questions, but I'm ready. (laughs) (laughs) What is your favorite word? Uh, my favorite word is serendipity. What is your least favorite word? Uh, no. <laughs> what sound or noise do you love? Uh, I love the sound of rain. What sound or noise do you hate? My dog is doing it right now. She chews on her foot. Um, but like, it's not like just gentle chewing on the nails. Uh, I will send you a photo after, but she has the entire paw halfway down her throat. Um, and if you've ever had anything in your, uh, that deep down your throat, the, imagine the sound that that make, and that is the horrible we, sound that is we happening. We can all hear me. it. We can all hear it in our minds right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What is your favorite dungeon in World of Warcraft, I imagine? <laughs> uh, I'm glad we specified. I'm going to say, uh, I'm going to go with an oldie but a goodie, Dead Minds. Uh, it was my first love and my favorite. Love that. What is your least favorite dungeon? Uh, Grimrail Depot can die a fiery death. (laughs) Maybe a great segue here, but what is your favorite curse word? Uh, my favorite curse word, I'm going to have to go with the tried and true fuck. What is your favorite raid? My favorite raid, uh, I'm going to say, you know, I really like Vault of the Incarnates, but I'm going to say, uh, Nighthold, and not for the reasons most people would think, but because I really, really love the transmog there. What is your least favorite raid? Sepulchre of the first ones. <laughs> <laughs> and if Azeroth is real, where would you call home? Is it Stormwind? Uh, yeah, I'm going to say Stormwind. Um, Brilliant. I'm a big fan of I need plumbing. So <laughs> Stormwind or Silvermoon, those are my options, basically. <laughs> and that's the quick fire round. We did it Yay. very quickly. I, Sean, I feel like I know you so well now. I yeah. feel like we've been friends for years. <laughs> I, just, I just love how we, you know, invite a guest and get them to do all the work on our podcast. It's <laughs> the way to do it, Marty. It's the, yeah, the key you're, to you're success. Doing it right. <laughs> 
<laughs> so yes, we have got to know Sean a little bit better, but I suppose something we do like to ask our guests when they come onto this show, and I guess specifically for this topic where we're talking about you know, getting older in real life and getting older in Azeroth, because like I say, the, the game has been around for a long time. Sean, how did you begin your journey in World of Warcraft? Uh, so I was an MMO player from way back. Played EverQuest 1 with my brother and a friend of ours, Joe. Um, and then hey, Joe. EverQuest 2. <laughs> hey, yeah, I don't, yeah, he might be listening. Uh, and then uh, EverQuest 2 came out around the same time as Warcraft. And I had a group of friends that were like hardcore into, they were going to switch to WoW. We had played City of Heroes and there was a Warhammer game we had played for a bit. Um, they were hardcore into Warcraft. And I was like, no, nah, man, listen, it's a baby game for babies. Look at those cartoon graphics. I need to play <laughs> EverQuest 2. It's ultra realistic. Um, that's where I'm going to be. And about six months into EverQuest 2, and then they were both Night Elf Rogues, them going around uh, Terran Mill, um, making lives miserable for low-level Horde characters. Um, I was like, you know what? Okay, let's make the swap. And I swapped over to uh, to Azeroth and never looked back. And I played from that point forward. That was about, yeah, it was about six months into Vanilla. I love that as well. You're like, no, I'm not playing that game. Cartoony graphics. Literally before <laughs> yeah. we started recording, we're all very excited about Sean's <laughs> transmog and how beautiful that looks. So again, times <laughs> change, don't they, Sean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got older. I realized I love this art style. <laughs> I, in a way, it is quite evergreen, though. It, it's something that mm. I know Marty says a lot uh, about the, the graphics in World of Warcraft. And I think that is one of the like initial things you sometimes hear about someone that doesn't play world of warcraft they go oh, but look at it it's it's cartoony but when you think about it it's like oh how old is this game now nearly like 15 20 years and the graphics still hold up very well of course they've made you know improvements to those but it, it holds up and it, it, stands it's, the test of that, time it's that thing that that even in in the old zones the old zone still looks good i mean sure you can see that you know polygon levels are, are lower and stuff like that but some of those ones still looks beautiful today. Yeah, it's. Uh, I, I feel like yeah, it's it's just something that the as I got older, it definitely grew on me. I was like, okay, you know what, this is, and now I I lament when art styles aren't like that. Even the movie did such a really good job of capturing Ugh. the way the game looks in real life. Yeah, we might have to leave Hellfire Peninsula out of that comment, Marty, but <laughs> everything else absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> has a great skybox though. Yeah. It's just, it's, you know, PTSD from like when it launched and it was like, okay, we need to get liver tusk boar, or boar, livers from these boar tusks or whatever. And, and it was like, okay, only one out of every 15 of them drops it. And there's only eight in the zone and everybody's farming. <laughs> yeah. Who, who's been extracting the livers from these boars? Like, why don't they all right. have one? Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I know for myself, I think the journey of World of Warcraft, something that's been very close through that journey is the connections that i've made in game and some of those connections obviously fall by the wayside just like you know friendships in real life but sean what about you how have you found your like virtual in-game connections and you know has that had an impact on your life has as you you know gone through the ages in warcraft and in real life yeah, definitely. So there's like two two phases to my Warcraft journey. Uh, phase one is vanilla through to the end of ICC. 
Um, and I, that would have been very much, I was playing with people that I knew in real life, friends that I had had for, for a considerable amount of time. Um, and that was the majority of my interaction was being with those guys, uh, and, and girls. And then I took a 10 year hiatus. So after ICC, I joined the Canadian Navy and I was like, you know what? I need to focus on my career. There's the possibility that this game might be too much of a distraction for me. So I, I, I quit the game and I, I walked away and I came back in eight point, the very end of 8.2. It was the Shadowlands trailer that brought me back because I had left Ice Crown Citadel uh, after defeating Arthas. And the next thing that I saw of the game after my break was was Ice Crown Citadel. Um, and I was like, oh, That's well. wild. That is like an amazing, like, you put it down and you pick it up. <laughs> I mean, not, yeah. it's not at the same point, but it's like, hey, I'm... There's still stuff going on with the Lich King here again, and <laughs> yeah, it's it's just uh, also taking that length of a hiatus away from Warcraft. Like we always say, Wrath the Lich King probably is up there as the the highs of World of Warcraft, and you know the numbers, the subscribers back that up as well. And then you return all these expectations, all these thoughts and feelings. Yeah. For Shadowlands, how was it yeah. coming coming back to 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 the game after such a long break? And then at that, especially at that point as well, because I don't know how you feel about it, but a lot of people were not really super happy about Shadowlands. Um, so the quality of life changes in the game were an amazing um, way to come back to the game. So coming back and like just so many things, you know, um, talent trees. There was. Uh, everything just felt easier. Like the LFG tool had been worked out so much better. Um, Mythic Plus existed. It didn't exist before. All of the quality of life changes around the game were incredible. That was a massive change. And that's like friends are like, oh, will you go back and play Classic? I'm like, I could never go back to to, to, to Classic. I, I, you know, having to pay 100 gold to respect. There's no way I could ever go. <laughs> I could ever go. And it, you know, it takes a month and a half to farm 100 gold. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I, I really enjoyed. So when I, I came back, I was like, okay, I'm going to just dive into the lore that I missed. So I can get caught up. Um, that must have that, took a while. Well, it lasted about a week and a half. And then I was like, you know what? I am going to get back into hardcore dedicated rating. <laughs> <laughs> Screw the story. I just want the loot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so I did a bit of it. Uh, I really enjoyed BFA's story. And leading into Shadowlands, I was really, really excited. Uh, and then, so a lot probably too much but a lot of my like emotional attachment to the game is tied to the story of Arthas and the Warcraft 3 characters and Wrath of the Lich King the Wrathgate to this point is still my favorite cinematic in any game period across the board um and then I wasn't overly thrilled with the jailer um or a lot of the the restrictions the gameplay Shadowlands was a bit of a letdown but at that point the game had already had its hooks back in um, I wasn't going to let it go for another 10 years. And I kept telling myself, I'm going to see there's going to be resolution to Arthas. There's going to be resolution to Arthas here. And I mean, there was resolution to fire, fire Arthas. <laughs> A little puff of Arthas, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Um, Dragonflight is amazing. <laughs> Perfect way to end just that little, you know, segment of Dragonflight, though. Dragonfly, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. before, before we move on a little bit, Marty, just yes, I gotta say, what about your in-game connections? Like, have, have you did you make friends? You know, at the start of Warcraft, is there anybody 
you know, in your life that you're still connected with to this day? Oh, that's a hard, I need to think about that for a little bit. I don't know if I know anyone from back then. Um, Oh wait, you right? Is that you? Is that, that was, what you were yeah. yeah. that Okay, yeah. okay, yeah. I, I met that was, you. That was your. That was your quick fire question. <laughs> <laughs> Can't think of anyone. Um, I don't think I actually answered your question though. So now I'm in the second phase of my gameplay. Yes. And all of my friendships and my engagement is on like through people that I've met online since coming back. Um, my real life friends that I played with originally still play, but they. Um, have grown up and they play in a much more casual uh -huh. um, format now. And I am incapable of that. Um, One no bus. One no yeah. bus. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. How did you find that? So obviously I think a lot of us have similar stories where before War World of Warcraft launched, we were maybe coming there from another game. So we already had that core group established. How did you find that coming back after 10 years and, you know, making those connections whether it be in game or through communities? It was it was tough, um, and it was a little scary. I actually um, had started listening to Warcraft podcasts before I came back, uh, and there, were, there used to be a show that I think they ended in the middle of Shadowlands, but there used to be a show called World of Warcast. Yes. Um, that uh, was hosted by Mike and Renata. And I think that was Allie, like the longest running, yeah. the first ever World of Warcraft podcast, I think it was. Something like that, yeah. yeah. It, had been on, it was on for a very long time. Um, so I, I started, when I when I made the decision to come back, I had started listening to that show. And they had a very active Discord and a very welcoming community. Um, and so I got engaged there. I joined that. I ended up meeting my first new friends uh, through that. Uh, there was a, a girl named Webley and um, a few others. Um, and then I joined a guild they were in for some heroic raiding. And I very quickly realized I, I, I wanted more than just heroic rating. So from there, applied to some other guilds and, and moved on. And each time I had stopped at a new guild along the way. Um, so yeah, in 8.3, uh, by the end of 8.3, I had joined a guild and I got, uh, we killed uh, Mythic Nazoth, which was pretty good after having been gone for 10 years, I thought, coming back. and Oh, yeah, it the, is. Yeah. Mythic boss. But yeah. It, you uh, you so still the, got those, it, Sean. You still got still it. Got it. Still got it, yeah. <laughs> um, but it was tough. It was scary at first, but those the Warcraft community is just. I know there's like a lot of memes online about how toxic Warcraft is and how bad the community is, but that has has not been my experience. Whether that's through luck or what, um, every with the, I shouldn't say every, with the exception of one, every stop along the way and every every group of people I've encountered have been just delightful. Um, they're welcoming. They're engaging and they just want people to have fun they want to play with people that want to have fun um yeah so i don't I, there's a whole aspect to the game that i guess i just never see um of these people that are not great so hopefully it stays that way i mean they're <laughs> they're definitely out there but i also i'm finding as well there are just like these pockets of awesomeness and you know yeah. it's like going for a lovely walk down the street you know everything's fine occasionally you'll step in dog poop but you know, you just got to keep on walking and and avoid avoid those dog poops because they're out there. But there are some like incredible people out in the community, and you know, you're a content creator yourself in this World of Warcraft community. You just find that when you do pull that curtain back a little bit and get to know people just a little bit more, because that's what we do as content creators. We, we're trying to get to know people mm -hmm. a little bit more. That is just 
we, we are all connected and you know there is something really comforting about that and i know for myself after you know taking like two years off warcraft coming back and just finding those connections again like it means everything like i think without them it's not the game yeah it, it's not the game that it is without those yeah, it, you, without the people, you're just you might as well play a single player game, right? It's, it's not like we're NPCs out here, you know. You're not spending your time with nineteen, you know, robots. You're it's nineteen other people with hopefully the same goals, the same same wants from the game, and same you know culture, uh, personality, atmosphere for the guild. That's that's the most important thing. You can go anywhere to kill bosses, but finding that those people that you want to spend your time with, you know, I imagine you guys, you know. You look forward to messaging each other every day. You look forward to the engagement. I don't. Of, no. Hey, no. <laughs> it's a contractual obligation. Oh. Is, is it that guy <laughs> messaging me again? Jeez. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, that, that guy I met at Warcraft 20 years ago, he's still messaging me. I can't get rid of him. <laughs> I love it. But, uh, I have to agree with you 100% that, that, you know, if you want to kill bosses, you can always do that. Uh, I had been, because that was a, a long point where I was just hopping from guild to guild, trying to find, you know, my, my, my new home. And there were definitely a few of them on, on the way where I was like, yeah, I'm basically just here to kill bosses. I'm not really having mm-hmm. fun with this group of people. So 100% agree. You can always find that, that place where you just kill them and get your loot and then you're out of there afterwards. But you could also find those really amazing, that amazing home where you're sitting, you know, yeah. too long after you're done raiding just talking and you know uh, things like that so yep marty touched on it a little bit with you being away from the game for so long sean but have you adapted to content in world of warcraft because how you left it in wrath of the lich king is definitely not how you picked it up in shadowlands there's been so many features that we could list here that have been introduced in that time but like how did you start that how did you just log into the game and be like well obviously you need to level up but like where did <laughs> yeah. you start and how did you do that well your parents are still yeah. there question mark. they were yeah so they had all been um I, I think i guess they were deactivated but they were all still there the, the biggest problem i had was they don't list on your account when they go deactive or inactive inactive they uh they switched like they their name changes to like a bunch of weird letters and then and numbers and then they just don't show up in the character select screen anymore. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna go back in and find my characters. But when I looked at the screen, I couldn't see what servers I had characters on. It was just a list of servers with no characters listed on any of them. So then I was like, what server was I on? You know. <laughs> so I had to so I had to try and like track down what servers I had been on. Uh, I ended up going through every single server on the list to see if I had any characters on them that had been. Uh, deactivated. Um, found them all. Found my old, my original paladin. Um, I started as a rogue, but my in, when Burning Crusade launched, I swapped to Blood Elf Paladin, and, and at that point, never looked back. Um, so I found him again, and then reactivated him, and, and started started going from there. Uh, I I think I jumped. I would have been like level fifty seven or something. Or, no, I would have been because there was no level squish then. So I would have been seventy because seventy was the cap at the end of Wrath. Yeah. Yeah. So I would have been level 70. Oh, um, or was it 80? No, it, it was, might have been 80. Uh, yeah, no, it was 80 because 70 was BF. It was, uh, 70 BC, was Burning so it was 80. So I was, I was level 80. I, I jumped right in and uh, I went right to the BFA story. And I loved it. The BFA story. I, I, I really, really enjoyed the BFA story. Um, hmm. 
I did the Horde side, and then I leveled a, uh, an Alliance side character as well and did the Alliance story. And I was like, man, if all of it is like this, I can't wait to go back. Um, and then <laughs> didn't go back because I started raiding and Mythic Plusing and, and, and all that stuff. But I did eventually go back and look at stuff. Uh, really sad I missed Garrisons. I feel like that would have been my jam. I am not much of a fan. Nah, friend. you did miss anything. Don't worry. <laughs> no. Oh, no. Don't get us started um, on that again. <laughs> I did try to level in Cataclysm, but I started in Vashir, uh, mm. and that lasted about four seahorses worth of questing before. <laughs> at, before the time, at the time, at the time, I was a big fan of the Vashir. I don't think I've been back since, but... I think it's one of those things you just had to experience at the time. And it, there's probably a lot of things in World of Warcraft. Garrisons, I will say, was something you probably just had to experience at the time. Because it, I, although we do shit on it sometimes, like it was a fun thing feature at the start. But yeah. then it just yeah. overshadowed everything and everyone just yeah. spent the whole expansion there. I think, I think the issue was that people didn't really, you didn't see other people in that ex- whole expansion right. because you, everyone was in their own garrisons most of the time. So, so yeah, that was Were one the of the capital main cities issues. just empty. Pretty much, yeah, because you had everything you needed in your garrisons. You had an auction house, you had banks, you, had, you had everything. So you just passed on back there and 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 just spend your whole day there, except when you were out raiding or doing uh, dungeons. So there was a new it, faction that established itself in the capital city. It's called the Tumbleweeds, and they they just <laughs> rose up and you know took over everything. Do you guys think that's why they haven't had a bigger push for player housing? Do you think they looked at garrisons and thought, if we do this again, no one's going to be in the capital cities and we want these to be populated? I don't know, because when you look at something like Final Fantasy, what is it, 14? 14. Mm -hmm. um, They do have, the way that they handle player housing over there works quite well. So, I mean, I, I can't see why it wouldn't be able to work, but it is potentially why Blizzard hasn't pulled the trigger on it. I, I think if they did something like Final Fantasy fourteen, and boy, this could be a totally different episode we're getting into <laughs> here. Maybe that would work. You know, you have a district in Stormwind or Ogremar that you can go visit, and you you buy plots. I don't know if I want that drama in World of Warcraft. So let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but we're talking. That's another episode we can record another day. We're going to get Sean back and talk about player housing. <laughs> Love it, absolutely. <laughs> So we're talking also about like adapting to new content and it really does apply to Sean quite a lot because you were just away from the game for so long. But I'll start with Marty on this one. Yeah. Marty, is there is there something in World of Warcraft that like back in the day and I, I guess I'm saying that like an old person, but you know, back when Warcraft first came out or, you know, in those first several expansions, was there something there that you were just like, yes, I just like doing this and is there just something now that you're like, actually, I I don't enjoy that anymore? Um, Marty loves everything. Sean, what about you? I don't think so, yeah, I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about the question and like, I don't think, there's nothing that springs to mind straight away. So yeah, maybe if Sean has something, then feel free to tell uh, me. I do actually, yeah. So I okay. every Saturday morning, Saturday and Sunday morning, I would sit down with my coffee um, and I would do my farm route. So I would, it was mining in vanilla. I would do like the burning steps area. Um, and then it was the same in, in BC and in, uh, in Rinrath. I was always, I had mining as one of my things. And that was like my, my Saturday morning, my Sunday morning, like the first two or three hours, we'd just be spent doing that. I've always been an early morning person. 
So it would be before any of my friends were up. It would just be me doing that. Uh, but since coming back, I can't, I can't stand it. And I, I think, I think it's because I came back with Najatar and trying to find what level the nodes were on in Najatar was so frustrating. <laughs> um, and I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to. So now every single character I have, I think I have 15 characters. Every single one is an enchanter and an alchemist. For the longer flasks and the I just I run so many dungeons I can DE them. And and that was the other thing is that I back then I was much less willing to run groups without my friends, and now I don't care. I will run as a tank, I finding groups is easy, so yeah. I will just log on and run dungeons all day. Um But yeah, I used I really used to really enjoy that little morning route of farming and uh and I don't do it anymore. And hopefully you can't you're my dog. Oh, we can. We we <laughs> very much. We very much enjoy background sounds, especially pets. Oh, okay. That's yeah. You know, we we she, consider that a contribution to the episode. Yes. <laughs> she's on her back right now, like flipping back and forth and <laughs> making dog sounds into the arm of the sofa. <laughs> did you come up with something, Marty, or did you just you're just like no? It just I, loves I'm, Warcraft that much. I just, I just really can't Warcraft. find anything. I'm, I'm, I'm just that walk, uh, well, the Warcraft shill. Uh, I love everything. And I always have. Uh, nothing has ever been bad. I miss. All right, I do actually. also miss phased <laughs> instances or phased uh, zones. Wrath Wrath of the Lich King, I think, was the first the first expansion to do it. Where it like, was yeah through ICC, like the zone would change and what you could see based on what was happening. Hmm. It doesn't seem like they do that anymore. Um, maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like they do. But they just much, integra- no. integrated it in a certain way now that it, it seems less obvious. But there's definitely. Uh, phasing in the game because and i know this just because i was doing the the exiles reach the other day and there's a there's a like an encounter there that as soon as you click on something something changes and it somebody did that before me because i forgot to pick up the quest so i was stuck down at the bottom of this area with spiders very nasty and they clicked it and then they just you know phased away and i was like oh bye so i think it's still there I think they do still do it some places, but I'm trying to uh, remember. I, I don't remember if they've done anything like this in, in Dragonflight. Nothing springs to mind, but I know in Shadowlands, they actually did in the very last uh, zone. Um, you could see the all the anima uh, flow into the moor, but then when you right. kill the last boss of that raid, that went away because obviously you, you made a change to the world so that that's right. like the last very large very notable thing that i remember that's like sky that's like skybox changes though isn't it but still it's a change so um, yeah i you know what you you mentioned dragonflight and i i instantly thought of the obsidian citadel section there where nothing yeah. is if you haven't done that quest chain yet to unlock that it's there's dejarin all over the place fighting that is um, actually correct yeah yeah okay so it exists it i take does. it back <laughs> But but I think I I don't think there's something that I don't particularly like doing any like the original question. But that's definitely something that has changed, and I think that's my approach to dungeons. Whereas uh, back in the days when there was no when there was like you were on this server, and if you wanted to do dungeons, that you have to do dungeons with people on this server. So everyone had a reputation. So so obviously back so back then I didn't have a big issue just jumping in with randoms because I usually knew if someone was a bad egg or not for, uh, before I invited them to a group where these days I think 
I can be a little bit more hesitant to jump into to Mythic Plus, for instance, with people that I don't know because of, uh, you know, toxicity can happen, uh, especially in, in higher keys. Um, so, so I think that is, it's not that I don't love doing it anymore, but I just think my approach to it has changed a little bit over time. Uh-huh. Something that I used to enjoy doing and I used to do all the time, especially the start of Warcraft and used to really annoy Marty. I was always leveling alts. Like back in classic, I was just always leveling alts and Marty was, I think, focusing on one character and we were managing a guild at the time as well. So obviously, you know, you got to gear everyone up and progress that way. And I remember specifically a time where Marty was like, hey, like we need somebody to help do this dungeon. And I was like, no, I'm leveling my level 14 mage right now. You know, that's <laughs> that's my priority. And I know Mar- Marty was like, what an asshole. Just, you know, can't, can't put down his level 14 mage just to come help what out. Uh, but asshole. I was just, I was just I'm so wrong. That's what I thought. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we hated, we hate, he hated me before we got to each other. Hate is a strong <laughs> word. Hate is a strong word. It's stronger than that. But I, I'm going back to uh, like classic and hardcore classic right now. I'm saying to Mario, like, I've missed this class fantasy. Like, all classes feel a bit different and like a lot different to how they feel in retail now. There's a lot of similarities because of balancing. And I think, like, at a certain point in Burning Crusade, I just stuck to one class and just focused all my energy into that until Dragonflight. And that's just something I don't do anymore. I don't really level alts anymore. I've just usually just focus on one character, whereas back in the day, I'm playing for, you know, hours and hours, leveling all these characters. I don't know where they're going. I'm sitting in my chair till, you know, the sun comes up. That's also something I'm not doing anymore because, you know, your back gets... Worse as you so get sorry. older as well. You just can't sit in a chair. Like if we're just yeah. going to basics, you just can't sit in a chair for uh, more than two hours a day anymore. Yeah. You know what I mean? But yeah, just that that whole thing changed for me. Did everybody buy standing desks? I bought a, a, a desk that converts oh, yeah. to standing. Yep. We're, we're yeah. all standing desks here, aren't we? You know, let's, <laughs> standing let's, right let's, not beat around, let's not beat around <laughs> the bush. And there's going to be no like advert for standing desk here. Or it would be perfect, wouldn't it? <laughs> So we are drawing to a close here, but before we do, before we move on and, you know, get out of our chairs and rest our weary bones, <laughs> I have a final question for you both. And I'll start with Sean for this one. What do you think the future of World of Warcraft looks like? So we've had about 20 years now, and in the, that time, the game has evolved. You've been away for 10 of it, Sean. Uh, but what, what do you think that looks like? Do you think, you know, in 20 years' time, we're going to be, you know, inviting you on the podcast again, talking about like what changed in the last twenty years. That might not happen, but <laughs> what what do you see potentially could change over the next, you know, ten, fifteen years in World of Warcraft? I think a good model is EverQuest. Um, even though EverQuest Two came out, the first EverQuest is still active. People still play it. The servers are still up. Um, so I think even if Blizzard stops actively supporting and putting out new content i think there's just too much life dedicated by so many people to this game for it to to not at least still be there in like a a zero state where people can just log in and and do their day-to-day stuff and go and collect their mounts and collect their pets and everything um i would love to see it go to 20 years i don't think i i just i don't think you can release a sequel to it i think if they're if if they get to a point when it's enough, I think it just goes off to something else. 
Um, I don't think they can release a sequel because there's just, there's too much. Look at, at people's accounts, right? I was gone for 10 years and even I have like, there's titles and stuff and tabards that I have that you can't get anymore. And it's just it's like, it's an investment, right? It's just like, yeah, if you take this away and my heart goes out to like, you know, people who played in China who, you know, the servers got, yeah. got taken offline. It's like, that must be heartbreaking because we really do pour our heart and souls into these characters and these accounts. And, you know, I think the thought of it, like, yeah, we're not going to be on this planet forever, but like our World of Warcraft accounts will be. So there's something comforting <laughs> yeah. in that. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna leave this in my will to my children. Like, okay, now you are a level eighty paladin. I expect you to do your dailies. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Marty? What do you see happening as in the future of World of Warcraft and how you play the game as well? I mean, is anything going to change? Because I think 20 years ago, I played it pretty much the same way as I do today. And that is as much as possible uh, as, as life allows it to. Uh, and I back then, I arranged my life around World of Warcraft. And I still do this today. So, you know, I, I don't think that will change. I'm looking forward to in 20 years time when we're going to play Battle for Azeroth once again. BFA classic. Or BFA. No, no, it's, classic. it's just we go back and just do it again. Okay, and because we're so old, we actually <laughs> forgot it used to be an expansion. So we're like, oh, this, there's something about this that seems familiar, but okay, yeah. you're just saying it's new. <laughs> it's like that, that meme of the uh, the old lady and the walker. Back in my day, Jaina was the boss of a raid. Hey, Grandma. <laughs> <laughs> One thing, I'm not going to say I'm worried about it, but I will say I'm worried about it. Just, you know, cause some dramatics here. In Dragonflight, we got dragon riding and we got dragon mm-hmm. races. I can't imagine doing that in 20, 25 years' time. Like, no. I don't think I'm going to have the reflexes to do that. And I it's going to be interesting to see how World of Warcraft still caters for its core original market that, let's say, in 20 years' time, started the game 40 years ago uh, and also trying to cater for up-and-coming generations that are like, oh, my God. Look at those cartoon graphics. Uh, so that it's, is just like, I don't know where we're going to go in the future. And it, it's fine. It's fine. It doesn't matter that you're all older, 20 years older, because in 20 years time, we'll all have mind links and stuff like that. So you'll just be inside of, of Azeroth for real. Mm-hmm. It's the oasis. Yeah. <laughs> I'll let, I will just let everyone ponder that thought. And <laughs> just for goodness sake, don't go to Goldshire. and with that we are out of time unfortunately we could talk about this for a very long time we could probably talk about it for the next 20 years the last 20 years about world of warcraft but unfortunately we do not have time for that but sean thank you so much for being here we really appreciate your thoughts and your conversation on this subject and we have links to your podcast the recruiter friend podcast in our show notes so we definitely recommend that you check that out but thank you again shot for being here yeah guys thanks thanks for having me this was a lot of fun i'm gonna invite you to be guests in season four so that we can talk for longer (laughs) (laughs) there we go it's in uh i was gonna say it's written in stone that'll do (laughs) i've been tom that's been marty that's been sean and we have been talking wow Thanks for tuning in, champion! Did you enjoy this episode of Talking Wow? 
If so, why not drop a review on your podcast catcher of choice or leave us a comment? You can find Talking Wow on Twitter or YouTube over at Talking Wow. Hope to see you again soon.